rich traditions, real applications. This is Discover the Truth with Garrett Metal Detectors. It's tempting to say that Emily Copeland does not like other seven-year-olds, but the truth is she's a curious, inquisitive little girl like any other. It's just she's got the right tools to indulge her curiosity. On this episode of Discover the Truth by Garrett Metal Detectors, I'm sitting down with young metal detectorist Emily Copeland, known as Little Dirt Digger, to discuss how she got into the sport and how she's encouraging others to try it out. Emily, welcome. Hey, it's me, Emily Copeland, known as Little Dirt Diggers, and I actually got started. My dad actually took me out for the first time, and he said, here, try this. I was four years old when I started. He took me out. I swung it, and I found my first pull tab. So your um, so your very first time uh, with a metal detector, you found something. Yes, that's uh, that can be kind of rare because sometimes it seems like that those first few tries don't really uh, come up with with anything substantial. But you found something, and so uh, how exciting was it to find? Basically, just something that was buried in the ground. Well, I knew I was um, younger, and I didn't like. I didn't really care if it was trash or not. I was so excited, and, like I felt like my face was gonna blow up. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> How far down was that pull tab? Um, maybe two or three inches in the ground. Okay, so you had to do a little bit of digging to, you know, it wasn't just on on the surface and high grass or anything. Like you had to. To kind of get some... Yeah, my dad helped me a little. Yeah. So now if you're four years old, you are, you're a short little one. So how did he uh, kind of adjust the the metal detector? I guess after you found that first item uh, and you maybe showed some interest, what happened from there? Well, actually, he, I actually grabbed the, like the bottom of it and he held the top of it. And I sort of like moved my hands and he helped me. So you had some some help there, kind of wielding this this thing. Have you ever, uh, right at the beginning, did you hold it by yourself? Did you find that it was pretty heavy? Um, yes, actually, because I was only four yeah. years old. About <laughs> exactly. So um, let's let's talk about the times that you do find something, and then the times that you don't find something. Uh, well, I guess first I should ask. I mean, are there trips that uh, you know trips or hunts that that you take that you you don't come up with anything? Yes. Well, I've been to Florida when I went there to metal detect. And when you have those times that you don't find anything, uh, is it frustrating? And and how do you handle that? Well, it's not really frustrating that much to me, Mm -hmm. but it's a little tiny bit frustrating. Why is that? Why do you feel uh, just a little frustrated instead of, like, very frustrated? Well... You know, it's sort of a little bit complicated because it's a lot of traveling and a lot of stuff. And, well, it's not that much. Well, you have to find the trash to find the good stuff, you know? <laughs> That's exactly right. You have to go through uh, a little bit of, of trash and junk to be able to find the treasure. And I guess that's that's exactly why it's a treasure hunt. So yeah, that's then, my thing. I say, you got to find the trash to find the good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about the good stuff. When 
one of the very first times that you found something that was kind of cool. Uh, and it could be something kind of, you know, that others might consider junk, but you really kind of thought was interesting. What was one of those uh, early treasures that you found? And tell me about how old you were and, and what the circumstances were. It was a 1916 silver mercury dime. Okay, and where did you find that? I was at my, one of my friends. I was five years old. And your friend's house, uh, is that, did they have like a big kind of, um, like, like, do you guys live in the city or, or further out in the suburbs or the country? A farm. And so in your friend's house, was that the same thing, that they had a lot of, a lot of kind of grassy area to, to uh, roam? Yeah, that's a, um, it's like a big, 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 massive yard. Yeah. So uh, your friend, is uh, he or she also into metal detecting? Um, she actually does, she actually doesn't metal detect, but she um, looks up to my page. Oh, great, great. So you've got uh, friends that, uh, that keep an eye on your, your, I assume it's a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, I do Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Fantastic. So let's talk about that dime again. How far deep was it? And when you first heard kind of the the sounds coming from your metal detector, could you tell kind of what type of thing it would be? Six, six foot deep. It was six feet six, deep? Wait, no, six inches deep. Six inches deep. Okay. Well, that would be quite a dig for, uh, for a little girl to uh, undertake. But six inches is, is still a, a pretty... Uh, deep, deep crevice to be able to, to dig into. Um, do you ever think about how the objects that you find got there? Um, all I know is they're good, exciting, and I think they're from the war. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yes, yes. Because I've watched um, a war video once. And I think that's, um, have you ever found, so like, so coins, um, I understand you went to a Civil War battlefield and found something. Tell me about that. Well, it was actually pretty good. I loved it. It was exciting, fun. I actually one time found a U.S. box plate. Now, I don't know. I'm not sure what a box plate is. Tell me about that. Oh, you don't know what a U.S. box plate is? No, ma'am. It's a buckle, technically, but it, it has U.S. U.S. on it, and it's from the Civil War. Yeah. Um, it's from the Civil War. The men all um, is belt plate. Um, U.S. Bo- it's called a U.S. box plate. If you listen at the right end, it says plate, and that's literally what it is. It's literally a buckle. Gotcha. Okay, so it's part of it's part of the unit of war. Mm-hmm. Uniform, actually. Uniform, yeah. So it was part of their the the soldiers' uniform that they had. I think the thing that I find most fascinating about metal detecting is thinking about where these items came from, and I guess how they they came to, to land there. So that's really exciting that you were able to go to. And uh, I'm checking my notes down. I see it was an encampment, a Civil War encampment. And uh, that you're able to find this this item that was on someone's clothing that was uh, 
before your time and my time and and my mom's time too. So that's exciting to find something. Exactly, exactly. So I understand there was something else that you found, and that was there at uh, at your house. Uh, and it was something particularly special to uh, to a relative of yours. Three great grandmothers. Great, great, great grandmother Maggie Copeland, born in eight eighteen sixty eight, died on nineteen twenty one, and it's a hammered brass brass bracelet. So this with her initials on it. Actually. Okay, so tell me about the I guess the the what was happening. So this this hunting trip. This was with your dad, right? Um. Yes. And when he you... always takes me. Okay. Uh, now, do y'all have your own separate metal detectors that you use? Yes. So when you started, uh, when you came across this this bracelet, um, how? Again, I guess I'm asking you this a lot, but I'm always curious how far deep it it ends up being. How how deep was this on your on your land? Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be like about maybe three inches. Okay. And so this land that uh, that you're living on, uh, your property, uh, did your parents and grandparents and, and previous generations live there? Um, yes, ma'am. But it was um the brass plate um bracelet the bracelet was actually in a trash pit. Oh, okay. So there was a trash pit on your property and. Uh, I guess then somehow it accidentally got thrown away, right? Yeah. Okay. But but that's still okay because oh, we yeah. found it. Of course, of course it's okay because you were able to find this, this treasure that your great, great, great grandmother thought was lost. Yeah. Well, I, so, I sort of um, am glad that I have it because I sort of have some something that I actually have now that used to be a while, while, while back. Exactly. I'm just glad, I'm just glad not, like the mar, like the lawnmower um, didn't hit it or it, um, like a bird took it away or something like that. I know. I, I can't imagine how many other things that could have happened that would have taken uh, that bracelet away, you know, again, somebody, you know, even just somebody coming across it and finding it. Now, I would hope that there'd be no strangers on your, on your property digging around there. But, you know, over those many, many years that you've lived there, uh, there's just so many different, I guess, ways that, that something could, could get lost. And it's very cool that you found it. How special was it to your dad when, when you dug this up? Um, very because it would be his great great grandmother. Yeah, exactly. Uh, probably. Like, yeah, I, I can't imagine. So if she uh, lived until 1921, uh, your dad wouldn't have met her directly. But um, if he knew his great grandparents, they certainly would have known her. Or, or uh, yes. Okay, so then yeah, so th- there's there's a pretty direct connection. And uh, what were, um, when you told other relatives about this find, what were their reactions? They were so excited and they loved it so, so much. They were like, sort of like proud of me. 
very. I got it very, very. They, they hugged me. They kissed me. That's always pictures. a good feeling because you made them proud. Yes, very. I gave my dad a hug like too many times. Like, <laughs> There's no such thing as too just many enough. times, I promise you. Way too many times. They're like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I realize it now. Right, right. Well, so you said that your friend uh, watches your YouTube channel and, and follows you on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I imagine other fans of your pages and, and channel, uh, are they also uh, kids your age and, and kind of uh, older and adults too? Um, yeah. Do you think a lot of them are kids? Um, not, well, yes. Yes, um, at least about 13 and younger, at least. Sure, well, sure. Well, and older, too. Like, the older and younger. Yes, yes. I can't and, say and of how course, old. Right, exactly. If they're 13 and younger, it, it's your your page isn't going to, or your YouTube isn't going to show how young. And, of course, you know, there's, you know, you have to have a parent's permission to be able to go on to those social media sites uh, for your fans to be able to follow you. But um, have you gotten any comments from other kids who are interested in metal detecting? Yes, ma'am. What have some of those comments been? Um, like, thank you very much. I, I will look this up. And I love it. And I set up at the shows to get other kids involved and excited. And so the shows, are you talking about at... Um, like conventions? Yes. Yes, ma'am. And so you have, like, you'll have a booth there, basically. Yes, ma'am. I've done it every year. Oh, fantastic. So when you do talk to other kids who um, who are interested in what you do, and they are interested in starting to metal detect, um, what advice do you have for them? A lot. I have a lot of advice for them. They love it so, so, so much. Why do you think kids like it so much? What's, what's I guess, your favorite part of it and the thing that you think kids really enjoy? I think they enjoy it a lot, and I think they love it and all of that stuff. I think they love it so much. They love my rings. They always, they always look at my rings and make bits. And make videos on how to detect. Oh, okay. So of the, the videos that you've seen that have you've kind of inspired others, um, you said you, you do have a lot of advice or, or ways that you can help them. Um, I guess what is, what's something that people, kids or adults maybe, but especially um, kids ask you um, to... Like, ask you a lot, basically. They also like to. They, they love looking at my videos and watching them, and I think they like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, boys absolutely. Boys and girls. When, I just love giving them my videos, and that one of them even asked, said, I love these. They, they, they just love them. Right, right. Um. And so on those videos, uh, what's the name of your channel again? Little Dirt Diggers. And you have found all kinds of treasures in, yes. in the years that you've been um, 
metal detecting, aside from the, uh, the, the belt buckle or the box plate and the bracelet that you found uh, from your great-great-great-grandmother, uh, uh, you mentioned the rings. What are some other things that you found? Um, I found over 500 Silver War bullets, and I found over 100 Silver War coins. Silver coins. Right. So when um, when somebody is just starting off uh, learning to metal detect and uh, maybe they get frustrated that they're not finding anything good like, like you find, uh, what would you say to that friend? I'd say it's okay. Just get up and keep trying. But, the, but they're jealous because I found so many cases. <laughs> I know. Right, right. There's uh, just because, you know, you found something great doesn't mean they won't also find something great. There's plenty of treasure buried all over this world yes. uh, in all kinds of different terrain, whether it's on your property or you said you went to Florida to, uh, to, to metal detect, you know, People are metal detecting all over the place, on the beach, in the water, in the in forests, and all, all sorts of places. Um, is there anywhere that is your favorite place to metal detect? Um, I'd say my friend's house. Oh, yeah? But you know how you're talking about um, when, you, when I digged up, that you're talking about when I was digging up toys? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I found um, some of my dad's toys when he was a kid. Oh, really? Was that also at, at the... Um... house. Oh, okay. Okay. Did your dad remember these toys? Or was he like, I think oh, this yes. is mine, he remembers but I don't know. Them. He remembers this one <laughs> exact toy, too. It was orange. What was it? It had, I'm pretty sure it was orange and, like, had... Yeah, it was a car, but it had, like, orange, and I think it had blue stripes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That sounds like a uh, some type of maybe a match car or a, um, hot yeah, wheel. a little toy car. Yeah, exactly, a Hot Wheels, you know, something that uh, he probably played with a lot. Yes. they would. The reason that he lost is because when he was playing, um, he would take him outside, and he would play with his brother and his sister. He... He has a brother and a sister. Mm-hmm. I bet they left it outside because if, if he was taking good care of his toys, he, he probably wouldn't have left it out there. But maybe, you know, a, a, a brother or sister didn't take as good care as he did of it. And it, it, it probably uh, made him kind of upset or a little sad when he lost it. So, yeah. I bet they just left it out there and like and they forgot about it. Of going back and getting it when they got done playing with it, so that might have been, and then it like sunk, like it rained a lot on it, and it mm-hmm. got under the ground. Exactly, exactly. Because then the grass is wet, and then the soil was wet, and then it um tr- sinks. Like whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, people will walk over it, or you know they they're running over it, and and it gets deeper and deeper in, and and. Sure enough, it's buried in the ground, waiting for for someone, someone like you to come uncover it. Exactly. Aww. Well, fantastic stuff, Emily. I really do appreciate all your uh, all your time today, and telling others about how 
exciting and fun metal detecting can be. I guess if there was anything that you wanted to leave our listeners with, if there's one last thing you wanted to be sure and let them know, uh, what would that be? That would be um, have fun, actually. <laughs> I love That's spending time with my daddy. He's fun and exciting, and I love spending time with him. That's sort of like a me and him thing. Dig it all. <laughs> Exactly. That's very exciting because that's something that you and your dad can can share uh, for a lifetime, really. Y'all are going to have those experiences and those uh, both the, the treasures that you've actually found and the memories that you had. So whether or not you had a successful trip where you found something great or you had just a disastrous hunt where just nothing seemed to go right, you know, those are great memories to have with your dad. So I'll, I'll give you some advice and say absolutely treasure those. That the time that you're spending with your dad is very special, and not everybody has that. And so, uh, be sure and and don't be afraid to give him extra hugs. He may say that, oh, okay, that's enough, but there's never too many hugs for your daddy. Nope. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Emily, for joining me. Thank you. 